This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with Jim and Tom. And it's been uh, almost a, a month since yeah. we've last recorded, but we're back. And... Uh, <laughs> We're going to talk a lot of things. We're going to play some catch up on some rumors that have been out in the media. And then we're going to go pilot for pilot, Doom Patrol versus Umbrella Academy, uh, pros and cons, and where, we, where we're at with both of them since now both of them are out. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, though, Tom, we've, we've been gone for a while. You and I have talked about it, but Ben Affleck's gone. Mm-hmm. He's done. No more Batman. No more Batfleck. I guess that's what they were, they yeah. were calling it. Who, who do you go with Batman now? Because like the short list is saying like Michael B. Jordan... Kit Harrington, uh, Robert Pattinson. No, no, he he was like the front runner. Front no runner. way, I will not watch that. <laughs> and like, I hate Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I've never seen him in anything. I've never liked him in anything. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I've There's seen every nothing... Twilight movie, and they were awful. Yeah, um, and I saw. Wow, he was in a movie called Elephant Water for Elephants. Yeah, I didn't like that. He was in uh, a movie called uh, Lost City of Z. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I watched that on a plane to Ireland. I was trying to get into the, the spirit because I think it took place in Ireland. And I was like, yeah. Or, well, it started in Ireland and made its way to, like, South America. Right. Was it was like, about the guy that was looking for El Dorado yeah. or something, right? Yeah, it yeah. was, like, four and a half hours yeah. of torture. I yep. honestly wanted my plane to crash because <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing else to watch. I was like, I'll watch this. I watched. And Charlie Hunan was in that, too. I think I watched two Charlie Hunan movies no on the flight. And, and they were both awful. No. But he's on the short list. A lot of people are saying... Eric Bana could be. I don't mind Batman. Eric Bana at all. Yeah, he was all right as a Hulk. That movie was just trash. I, but I like him. Yeah. I liked him in um, Star Trek. Yeah, he was really good in Star Trek. Yeah, played um, Nero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could, yeah, I could see him. Uh, you know, you got to think anybody. I think could be Batman. Yeah, it's weird to say, but who could be a good Bruce? Yeah, that's the thing. That's like. You know, Ben Affleck was a good Batman, mm-hmm. where Christian Bale was a great Bruce, mm-hmm. right? And their Warner Brothers had like conflicting reports. They're like, we want to go with someone fresh, somebody young, and then they're like, fuck that, we want to go with somebody a list, somebody well known right. face. Who do you go with? I don't know. I, you know, Michael B. Jordan will obviously, you know, there's going to be people that are going to just be pissed because Batman can't be black, I, yeah, for whatever reason, but um. Although, what if they don't go Bruce Wayne and they go Luke Fox when he was Batwing, mm-hmm. first black Batman? Yeah. It happened in the comics. There were actually two two Batwings. I don't hate that. Um, I mean, but you could also have Michael B. Jordan play Bruce Wayne. I don't yeah. mind that either. Though. I don't either. I don't know. It, it depends on what the story is. Yeah. I mean, do you need an old Batman? Do you need a younger Batman? How's this tie in I don't think with does. anything else? I, I think they're starting from scratch now. All but they exist- can't. I mean, existing worlds, uh, like it's kind of like if Shazam's successful and if Aquaman is going to be your your anchor point, yeah. your Iron Man in the DC universe, and Wonder Woman eighty four, you have these three right. characters. It's kind of like live PD, where like somebody's watching from different counties. Yeah. So like you have Gotham County, you have you know Atlantis County. Yeah. Are we supposed to forget like Batman was basically hitting on Wonder Woman? Yes. Yeah, we're supposed to forget <laughs> all of that. Um. I don't know, man. I do you want a younger or an older? Like if, if I, age I, wasn't I, a number, it's important for me to know the story because yeah. you don't want 
you know, a young Batman and an old Batman storyline. You don't like, I mean, you don't want like, you don't want like a, a 35 year old Batman in, in like Frank Miller's storylines. Yeah. You know, you need an old grizzled Ben Affleck was actually pretty good. Yeah. Looked pretty good. Looked the part good. Yeah. Cause he came in fat. Yeah. Just which plumped, is fine. Just plumped up. Yeah. All right. So let's, so I don't hate that, but like, you know, I, I don't want them to ruin a, a good storyline. So it just depends on what they, if they go after metal, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. But let's say, let's say they go all pre-existing stories with Aquaman. They're all their universe that are going to meet eventually with another Justice League movie. So Aquaman, what, uh, Jason Momoa is almost 40. Yeah. Gal Gadot's 30s. Yeah. Let's say 35, 40 Batman. Yeah. Okay. So who do you go with? Who do we go with now? 35, 40 Batman. So we can't, he can't be somebody that's already been in it because that'd be confusing. We're already confused yeah. enough. Yeah. So it's got to be somebody new to the game. I know a lot of people are liking um, Billy Russo, Ben Barnes from mm-hmm. Punisher as Batman. Yeah, I, I like him. Yeah. And we kind of saw the Bruce Wayne aspect of it before he turned into crazy Billy yeah. who's getting his face drug across the, yeah. the glass. Yeah, he could, you know... He's lean. He's not too bulky, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of like that for a Batman. But I know it's crazy because Batman's supposed to be like peak physical conditioning. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that he doesn't have to be uh, like Batman Beyond. Oh, that would be a, great. Yeah. Why can't we just fast forward the whole thing? That's what I'm saying. Like Kevin Smith talked about it. You retweeted it. Michael Keaton comes back, and you have <laughs> who knows? Michael B. Jordan can be Terry McGinnis, yeah. and you have Batman Beyond right there, and everybody's happy. Right. You have an original exactly. Batman, and now you have MBJ, who everybody likes, minus Chuck, and you can put them all together, and there you go. Mm-hmm. Everyone's happy. Yeah, Batman Beyond, that'd be perfect. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, or the, um, like an old grizzled Batman. What's the uh, the, the Frank Miller? Uh, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight. I know we've already kind of had that, but yeah. you can still have that with the, you know, the Hawkeye storyline and Superman, and it could be past everything else. Yeah. I don't know. And and maybe how do they recon this whole universe and, and align get it all to align? I don't know because you still have the you got to do a flashpoint. You got to do but the, to that point, Flash is still on the table. Yet they said, you know what, we're gonna put you back on the back burner and we're gonna make a trench movie. <laughs> so like you know they're so happy with Aquaman, they're gonna make the trench movie, right. and you have a Mount Rushmore DC character sitting in the background with the Flash. You still have Green Lantern to work on, so. You know, what if instead of doing Flashpoint and they move away from Ezra Miller, because I don't think they like Ezra Miller anymore, no. what if they just do Darkest Night storyline, kill a couple characters, they come back? Yeah. Oh, you know, it it, it sucks, but I, I th- we've talked about it before, is maybe just ignore it for a long time. Yeah. You don't need, like we talked about with Iron Man. We said, we've already said this. Nobody knew Iron Man was the way to go. Yep. Nobody knew that... The way that, you know, everybody's think when they think about Marvel 10, 15 years ago, and they say, how is Marvel going to make it to the big screen? Obviously, it's X-Men. Yeah. X-Men is the only way you can go. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to be successful. Spider-Man's the only way you're going to be yeah. successful. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, and wrong. The only way you're going to be really successful is however they did it. And yeah. Start with somebody that, you know, I don't think everybody knew who Iron Man was. So... You know, we, we already talked about this and we made the comparison. That's what Aquaman might be. Yeah. He might be the Iron Man. I think we're at a point where we don't need Batman. 
right. to have a universe. You don't need Superman either. No. And Henry Cavill keeps posting all these pictures working out next to, like, I don't know, statues of Superman. And he's got tank tops on. And I'm like, oh, come back. Come back, man. Yeah. But, maybe- you know, I, I, I never really liked his movies so much. Oh, Man of Steel was one of my favorite. But I liked him. Yeah. I thought he was a great Superman. I do, too. Yeah. And he's he looks the part yeah. better than anybody else has ever looked. Mm-hmm. So he's just, you know. I say keep him and you bring him back well, well down the line. Right. Let him do The Witcher. Let him do all these Mission Impossible stuff. Yeah. My, my, I have three people for Batman. All right. I'd go, if I go older, John Hamm. Yeah. I We've he, already, yeah, yeah, I've heard you talk about that. I think he can look like he's 40. <laughs> right. He's yeah. essentially what Ben Affleck, like kind of just flipping the roles. Yeah. One just doesn't have a drinking problem <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> yeah. Um, then second one is Chris Evans. He leaves Marvel. Mm. He comes in and he plays Batman. Well, that'd be big. Yeah. Now, the, big. the rumor is he's going to leave Marvel and he's going to direct the Falcon and Bucky shows. Okay. And he's going to be a director on that. I episode. don't know if he's going to. Would you like to see him as Batman? I wouldn't mind it. I just don't think he's going to put on another suit. Nah, that's a lot. That's got to be a lot. My third one. Because he, I think he wants to do like. He wants to do rom-coms. Yeah. Well, they're always. Yeah, it's true. They, they always talk about he's like a theater nerd. Yeah. He wants to do theater. Yeah, he he just, wants to do musicals. He, he wants to did, go um, do lo- serious stuff. Lobby Hero. Yeah. He just did Lobby Hero on Broadway. So maybe, yeah. He wants to, I think he wants to get out of the Captain America suit. I think so, too. He's made his money. He's made a lot of money. Yeah. Now he can go do whatever he wants to do. And for now on, like, everybody's going to know him as right. Captain America. It was Human Torch before that, and now it's <laughs> Captain America. No, it was, they knew him as not another team member right. in a whipped cream bikini. That's what they knew him as. <laughs> Or wasn't he in uh, where we start to see he, he you know he got bigger and um, he's in Snowpiercer which was great Snowpiercer was great but that was more recent that was yeah. the one that he with the seven girlfriends or whatever oh he or did. seven boyfriends he it was uh, what's your number Chel- with Anna no, Ferris no that's Chelsea's favorite who's movie. the annoying guy that plays Lex Luthor no oh uh, Scott Pilgrim he was in that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, which I think we should review that movie. <laughs> Like, that's a comic book movie. It's kind of underrated. Yeah. All right. So, my third one. It is a comic book movie, too, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Third one, John Krasinski. Uh, Jim from The Office, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Quiet Place. Yeah. And he, he's, obviously, he's bulked up. I yeah. don't know for what, but. Yeah, he just wants to be big. Yeah. Now, the problem is, are the ears going to fit in the cow? No. Let's see. There we go. <laughs> he's going to have to tape them back. I think a lot of people want someone from Game of Thrones to take over. Once Game of Thrones is over, you bring in Kit Harrington or Richard Madden, one of those guys. Now, who's the um, who's got it that, that lost his hand? I don't watch a lot of Game um, of Thrones. Nikolai Colster Waldo. Yeah, I'd like to see him in something. Yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah, but he could he could he could be Hal Jordan. Yeah, well, he could play Batman too. I think. Yeah, he could play Bruce. No, definitely gonna, could play Bruce. You know what's gonna happen? Tom Cruise. Oh, Jesus, Christ. they're gonna bring Tom Cruise in. Or, if they want a bigger name, how about Deadshot becomes Batman and it's Will Smith. He's already the genie in our hearts, he's the, oh, and no. he's going to be the Batman in our I don't want that. No one wants I don't that. Want that. I, I, don't say no one. Somebody wants it. Yeah, Somebody wants Will Smith in a movie. Someone's writing fan fiction of when Hancock goes into becoming <laughs> Batman. Oh, man. Let's move on from Batman. And I want to talk one more rumor that was a rumor because someone made a joke and then the internet imploded about mm-hmm. it. So... I t- kind of talked about this on the upcoming episode of Active Geek, but I want your perspective. I watched these uh, autocomplete interviews on like Wired and like GQ does it, and they just had uh, Daniel Radcliffe on okay. Harry Potter, 
And they said, what are the rumors true that you're going to be the next Wolverine? <laughs> and he said, yes, the rumors are true. Hugh Jackman goes into a hot wash and it comes out and it's me. <laughs> so everyone, like the internet imploded and ran with it. And they just heard, yes, the rumors are true, not the joke after it. And they said, Daniel Radcliffe should be the next Wolverine. I'm 100% on board with it. Where are you? I don't know, man. He's 5'5". Five, five. Wolverine's 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> yeah, kinda, Wolverine's he's 450 pounds. He's kind of hairy now. Uh, no. I wouldn't be mad at it. Well, uh, he's a good actor. Yeah. He's not, you know. and He's not more, like, he's not the superhero build. Not a lot of people no. know him from the superhero build. He's, he's... <laughs> If you're gonna if you're gonna give this any validation, he's more like the Ultimates Wolverine, yeah. the TV show, the Ultimates. He's more X twenty three than Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. but Nothing against him, but no. he's he's only dude. I'm one hundred percent on board with it because, I, and I'm looking at it from like a Marvel studio standpoint. They take risks, right? They take the guys that aren't your traditional superheroes, kind of like Chris Pratt. Right. He's a fat, doughy guy living in a van down in Hawaii, <laughs> working at Bubblegum Shrimp. And then now he's Star Wars superhero in a $2 billion movie. So if they can get their hands on Harry Potter, imagine how many more people are going to buy tickets to see Harry Potter as a superhero. Yeah. uh, He's got to put a little bit of weight on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's got to get bigger. Um, He's got to get like 5'5", jacked 5'5". He can't be like Frodo from the Shire. He needs to be huge. You gotta get, gotta be Hagrid big from <laughs> in this movie. But, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I think it'd be a big deal to get Harry Potter uh-huh. in the in the, in any of the universes, but I don't know what for. Uh, if we're going to fan cast Daniel Radcliffe, I think uh, the Penguin. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I think Jonah like, Hill's gonna be the Penguin. Ugh. I think he's gonna get real chubby again, and he's gonna be the Penguin. <laughs> Just they're going to be throwing. I don't know how out. much longer his body can. He goes through more swings than uh, yeah, him and Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale gets paid to do it. Yeah, but. he just is like, oh, I'm going to get skinny. All right, so let's Wolverine. You're going to have to pick from these three. All right, all right. So you have Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> Scott Eastwood, and Channing Tatum. Because if I'm Marvel, I feel like those are the three names they're going to put on their yeah. their list. Because Channing Tatum's sitting here still trying to finance. A gambit movie. Yeah. He fired his everybody. He divorced his <laughs> wife and fired everybody and said, "Oh, he up. divorced her." Yeah, oh, he's with uh, some UK singer, Jesse J. Yeah, speaks Chinese to you, but he wants to direct, write, and star in Jesus a gambit movie, but under no banner. Yeah, he's it's got to be a film. Marvel banner. He's gonna make a fan film. It's like yeah. when Nathan Fillion was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Uncharted." Yeah. Right. Um. Oh, Scott Eastwood. No. No. Yeah. no, I hate him too. He but can't act. I don't know. What do you need? I, I, oh, don't... I would rather have John Boyega play Wolverine <laughs> over Scott Eastwood. I don't know. I'm going Danny. Danny Rads. Because if they if Marvel doesn't get him, they already missed the boat with Spider Man. He would have been perfect as Spider Man. Yeah. Well, like you a, say that until you see Tom Holland. You go out well, Tom Holland. An Holland's older Spider Man. Yeah. They missed the boat with that. Yeah. You know what's going to happen? He's going to go to D.C. and he's going to play Robin. Yeah. I mean, around. he is forever looking the same age. He doesn't yeah. age. He just puts a beard on. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's hot right now again. He's back on TV. Well, he's on TV with uh, Miracle yeah. Workers, which is hilarious. I haven't seen it. It's on YouTube. I heard it's really good. Yeah, it's so good. And Steve Buscemi is God. <laughs> Phenomenal. But 
there are rumors. There, there's a Marvel, there's a DC rumor. We'll see if any of them come true. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm all bored. This I, I, ran, <laughs> I didn't run with it, but like I want to run with it. I don't mind it. I, I, I just gotta. We gotta figure out the story. I mean, I guess if he's a super soldier, but she basically is. Yeah, and but bo- and they run with the the original storyline of uh, the ultimate storyline of him being like the first super soldier mm-hmm. and and what the first mutant he doesn't have to be big yeah and what better way to start to you know kind of rebrand post avengers than to bring in harry potter it it's a fan base yeah man it's a building it's, it's fan a huge base. fan base so i, I guess you I have know. so many muggles watching these marvel <laughs> movies it would be fantastic I don't know. That's that's where I'm at. But we're we're not here to talk Harry Potter and Batman, <laughs> although we could for for days. But we've watched two TV shows uh, that premiered this past Friday, one on the DC Universe and one on Netflix. One released one episode. Yep. One released the entire season. It's Netflix. Yeah, and that's Doom Patrol and Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Did you have any interest on watching them when they were announced? No, neither of them. Uh, Doom Patrol one because of Titans. Yeah. I did like that, and I did. I've watched some stuff and I, I've read some Doom Patrol. I have a you know, not a big history of yeah. Doom Patrol, not much at all. But I did know about them and I knew about the comparisons um, to the X Men to Doom Patrol because it did come first. A lot of people say X Men was stolen from them, but that's a weird thing to say because you know X Men had to have been in production. Yeah, so it was probably in production at the same time, and you know. Yeah, the only similarity I see in Doom Patrol and X-Men is there's a guy in a wheelchair. Guy in a wheelchair, yeah, but you have Professor like, X. instead of mutants, you have these... Metas. Metas. I think more... But they're also like, you know, sequestered in this mansion. I think it's more Fantastic Four than it's X-Men. Cl- it's kind of closer to Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying there. But the only one that like we haven't seen that was tampered with as far as like their origin was Crazy Jane. Right. And she wasn't from the beginning mm-hmm. run. Um, and while we're while we're at it, this is going to contain spoilers. Yeah, so we're going to talk the we're going pilot for pilot, like which one yeah. was better. But you know, the Titans episode that came out with Doom Patrol, I was I was excited for. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Even Young Justice did a. Uh, this is where DC is pretty smart. They they did a uh, Young Justice episode about Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. like within a Young Justice, like it was a TV show within a TV show, and it was called Doom Patrol Go. <laughs> so it was like the, all the Doom Patrols doing like the Teen Titans Go stuff. Yeah. And it was right second to last episode, if not the last episode okay. of season three or mid season three. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Doom Patrol is coming. So I thought that was smart by saying, you know, you like them here. Yeah, Titans and um, Teen Titans and Doom Patrol are kind of a weird, like, yeah. ancestral swapping mm-hmm. of characters. Yeah, because uh, like Bumblebee, for example. Has gone from Teen Titans to Doom Patrol. Beast Boy. Beast Boy. Now we're seeing Cyborg. Cyborg wasn't on in Doom Patrol Never. in the comic books, right? Never. <clears throat> and he's. It looks like he's going to appear in season two or episode two, uh, just because like he's on all the promo art for mm-hmm. like it's called Donkey Patrol. I think that's okay. the episode title. But Doom Patrol, I was a little leery about because like when Titans came out, we didn't know who was going to be in Doom Patrol because it's all different people. Right. Like they didn't have a full cast until like I think halfway through Titans was shot. Because Brendan Fraser was in it, is that why you're leery? Well, when they when they signed him, I was like, okay, they're getting recognizable names. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, all right, let's see where else they go. And they they got um, April Bowlby, mm-hmm. who was in Titans, and they got Matt Bomber, who everybody says like they they all voiced the characters in there. Well, I don't know, but they got Matt Bomber, who 
again, like he could have made a great Batman. Yeah, I still think he could. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he's a and a lot of people say like, oh, he's too old to play Batman. He's not that well known. Uh, well, White Collar was pretty huge yeah. on USA. It was the bigger show in USA yeah. for a long time. And he was in Magic Mike and people in that one. He's American Horror Story. You get Matt Bomber, who for his handsome. Mm-hmm. And then you wrap him up Invisible Man style. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> let's squash this talent. Yeah. And then they, you know, they bring in Brendan Fraser. And then the big one was Timothy Dalton. Right. And like a total recast because they had the chief in Titans and then they bring in Timothy Dalton. And I was like, all right, they're, they're getting these big stars. Yeah. And then Alan Tudyk comes in, who seems to have left Disney and now doing everything DC because he's on, um, he's doing a voice for, I think he's playing the Joker on Harley Quinn. Oh, is he? Yeah. The anime hmm. series. Oh, all right. So what do you think of the cast? Well, I, you know, I, I, I joke with uh, Brendan Fraser. I don't hate Brendan Fraser. Never. He's put out the best mommy movie. Yeah. Well, that's not hard to yeah. say, but yeah, I don't mind it. Not knowing, and since it's 90% voice work for all these guys and Alan, yeah. for Alan Tudyk, that's no big deal. He's actually, we see his face. Which yeah, is surprising. Part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like- and Timothy Dalton's a, like an old great, but uh. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't, yeah. you know, and and Brendan Fraser sounds like a depressed old man. Yeah, and it, who's you, like a, a depressed uh, has been, which technically I think he is. Is like Bre- is Bre- based on the first episode? Is Brendan Fraser essentially w- Ricky Bobby? Yeah, <laughs> like just a little bit worse. Yeah, because like they're doing that whole scene where they're driving through and like his wife's like gripping up his like manager's dick. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, this is Ricky Bobby, and then he crashes. Or you made it look like he well, crashes. Yeah, yeah, we think he does. But go go back to the guest. I'm sorry, I just had, um, that, had that thought. Yeah, and you know, Matt Bomber's confusing because he is well well known for his looks. Yeah. I mean, he's a great actor, but yeah. he's like, a handsome dude. Yeah, he's very well known for his looks. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> we don't ever we're never going to see nope. him. So, um, and he's kind of got like a. Uh, Hal Jordan-esque yeah. storyline to him. I, when he when they showed that scene where he's getting into his, his the jet, plant, his, yeah. yeah, the jet, and the guy next to him, I'm like, oh my God, he didn't have a name tag on. I was like, please, just put Jordan in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would have been like, it would have made fans like so happy that they're like, they're recognizing more of the continuity. Right, but we, you know. We don't get that. Well, we do learn something else about that guy, so. Yeah. I don't, you know, and well, okay, he's gay. Yeah. And, it, and like, he's closeted. And the fifth, 40s or 50s? No, it's the 60s. 60s, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he would have been closeted. But yeah. I'm wondering if that was actually in the comic book. I don't know. I don't think so. Because they didn't it. really touch on gay things yeah. in comic books. But, and he's an original, so. Yeah, and we're going to talk a lot about um, a bunch of characters in the closet in this episode. Uh, a bunch of soldiers in the closet in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, you see, you see him get in there and just, like, the storyline for the opening, first of all, let's go to the opening. The The opening credits was really cool. Like yeah. the dissection of everybody. And right. I was like, I, I like this. Like, I thought that was, it wasn't your normal DC. No. no. It was really cool. And like, I was leery going into this because it's it's another Berlanti property. Right. And you're like, okay, what's going to happen? Like, how is he going to like get a little different? But like, he proved me wrong in Titans. Mm-hmm. And he's proved me wrong with this one too. Yeah. So you go in and you you have like were you expecting the amount of nudity that we got in no, the first episode? No, no. Because like I had told you, I tried to start watching this at work. And it's I was like, it's oh, no, almost not like they got. I mean, it's just one actress that is nude yeah. five different times yeah. and with like, Brendan oh, Fraser of yeah. all people. But a fat mullet <laughs> Brendan Fraser, like Billy Ray Cyrus in the pool house. <laughs> 
And like his wife sucks. Yeah. His kid's a brat and he's sleeping with the nanny. So you're, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely get it. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, it's weird because I, I, I don't remember. I mean, we got close in the Titans, didn't we? I think, I think we got Minka Kelly. Minka, was like she a, naked? I think so. I like like sha- shadow nudes. Yeah. I think it was like a shadow <laughs> nude. I think we got more, um, Alan Richin. Naked than than sure, anything. We do have a lot of new, uh, butt man butt. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure the same episode where we've gone down the pervert rabbit, rabbit hole, but the same episode where Alan Richin is naked, Minka Kelly presents herself to him. Okay, and that's like, but it's like this. It's like an artsy, artsy nude. Sure, I, I don't know, but <laughs> they, it, they exist. Yeah, whatever. Um, what did you think of the origin story we got with with uh, Cliff, the, um, the robot man? You got you, you probably would say that he's the main focus of this episode, right? Yeah, he's definitely the main attraction to the yeah. freak show too, right? And he is a giant freak show. It, I, I got a lot of RoboCop vibes from yeah. it, the first RoboCop, yeah. where you know they keep turning them on and then they turn them off. Um, and then you throw in like now you're gonna have cyborgs, you're gonna have like two robot right. people. You're like, oh my god, it's called Robot Squad. Yeah, I'm sure they'll mention it. Yeah, but. There's no, a- I, I didn't hate it. Like I, I, you know, I, with the narration of them saying this isn't your average group of yeah superheroes, and Tudyk as the the narrator's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now that he's introduced as the main uh, Mr. bad guy, Mr. I, I, yeah, I, I hope that he doesn't stop narrating. I actually really like that. Yeah, it's very Deadpoolian, mm-hmm. where he's just it's breaking the fourth wall. Like right, you know right. what you're getting into. Um, Cliff, for me, like, I like how they told one story and made us believe that it was one story. Like, with the, you know, he crashed his car after seeing his wife cheating on him, and he turned into this brain inside a robot. And you're like, I get it. Like, you know, lust and anger gets you to do different things. But then, like, midway through the episode, when he's talking to Crazy Jane, you're like, oh, that's not the story. Yeah, you Google it. Yeah. And he... You know, beheaded his wife. His daughter is quote unquote dead. Yeah, and there's like a lot of betrayal mm-hmm. in this episode and in the Umbrella Academy too. But you're just like, what is happening? Like you, you tell one story and you you're bought. Like the first fifteen minutes is the story. Yeah, and then it's wrong. Yeah, it was like an M Night twist. Yeah, and I liked it. It was, I, it was uh, good. Yeah, you know, I don't know if we're supposed to, but I I want to know. I want to find out more about him. Like, what is his real story? Like, of all the people for him to rescue and put that effort and time into, because I guess he spent basically seven years in a coma. Yeah, or sort of like a coma. Yeah, he's like he's like a Futurama head. Yeah, where he's just in a bubble. Like, why? Why was he important? Yeah, there's got to be something. Like, just because you drive fast, like if they got everybody who drove fast. Right. Nicolas Cage would be in this show. He has no inherent superpowers. Mm. His power comes from being a giant robot. Yeah. Or a robot. And you're assuming that he's a meta now. But only right. because he's in a robot. I don't think Was there true. something special about him? He's the only one that could survive being in the bo- in the suit? Maybe. Maybe he that was his meta gene. Because you get put into a, you're not a meta human if you're put into No. You're an android. Right. That you're an android that's with a human brain. Yeah, he's yeah. So and they, they made sure to say like that's the thing, like with the new D C universe, everything's a meta human. Because mm-hmm. you can't say mutant because that's Marvels. So now everybody's a meta human. You, right. you you see the you know, you see Larry turn into Mr mm-hmm. um Oh Jesus, Mr. Negative. And like he gets shot with like a cosmic like right. whatever. 
And we see we actually see him astral project, which was really cool. Yeah. In this, yeah. I don't know. Mayberry. 2019 <laughs> Mayberry. But you see him. Then you see, you know, um, Elastigirl. You see her. Turn uh, into a blob. Yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. How, she seems to be the most useless character so far, yeah, I mean, like, what's her ability? She could definitely cause damage because she does. Yeah. She destroys half the town, but she's got no control over it. No, and you know, as soon as she gets a little emotional, she turns into jelly. Yeah, it, I'd rather have Ralph Dibney from Flash on this team, right? You know what I mean? Maybe he, she's gonna start to do like the stretch Armstrong stuff, and maybe mm-hmm. like she can turn her finger into a key. But at this point, we got blob, like a huge yeah. blob, and we had that in Titans as well. Like, mm-hmm. She was just like. A giant blob getting like fluids pumped into her. Eating yeah, seventeen rotisserie chickens. Yeah, and, and then, you know, well, we see uh, Crazy Jane. She's great. She's probably my favorite member of the whole team. Yeah, and we we touch on that the fact that she every you know she's like Legion. Yeah, she's like uh, she's the, the horde from yeah. class. This is the I, year for disassociative identity yeah, disorder with magical powers. Yeah, um, which is cool. I mean, I guess that's a cool idea and. What have we seen? Three, three yeah. altars so far. Yeah, we and who saw, came? Who came first, Legion or her? I would imagine. Well, if no, Legion probably because she's eighty nine. Yeah, he probably was early eighties, mm-hmm. and they probably cashed in right off. And of, Legion is uh, what's his name? Chris uh, Claremont. Is it Chris mm-hmm. Claremont? I believe so. Okay, and it's Charles's son uh, yeah. getting one more season. I think the last season over mm-hmm. at FX. Um, I like. I kind of like Crazy Jane a little more. She's well, like sixty four yeah, personalities. Yeah, yeah. And well, uh, yeah, it's true. They did say that, right? Yeah. yeah and we see Hammerhead, mm-hmm. who's pretty much a dickhead. Right. Um, and we don't, and like, I like how you could see, like, like she blurs, like yeah. she phases a little bit, and then, and we see her, like, turn into. I think we've seen four or five because we've yeah. seen Hammerhead. Mm-hmm. We saw Jane. Right. Uh, we saw the hangman's daughter. Mm-hmm. There was somebody in between Hammerhead and Jane in the hallway. Right. And then there was this. It looked like what the Enchantress's brother turned to. Yeah. In Suicide Squad. Yeah. I don't. A giant flaming. A giant yeah. flaming thing. That scene was really cool. We're like, oh, we're not doing that. <laughs> and like the cool thing about Crazy Jane is that Tudic made sure to let us know that each alter uh, each you know different personality has meta powers, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And yeah. Like. I had done a preview episode for this, and I learned that one of her personalities is called Daddy. Oh, no. And I hope Daddy shows up in every oh, episode. No. <laughs> Could you imagine how weird that would be? You get Timothy Dalton referring to this, like, this small yeah. girl as Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Yeah. Who, who was your favorite of the team so far? Um, I, I There's, like, this... Oddly enough, I, I do like Cliff, but okay. it, only because he's kind of shoved down her throat. Yeah. In a good... I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just he's pretty front and center. But I mean, I don't know what Alan Tudyk can do, but I kind of really like Alan Tudyk, yeah. and, he's and and I like him as the narrator. I like his story that he went to, he went to uh, Paraguay and met Mister Lopez or whatever yeah. his name, yeah, Mister Martinez. But <laughs> yeah. it's like his name's like uh, Senor von Fox yeah. or Fuchs or something like that. I think he, I don't know if he's going to be our main villain. I think like he's going to be like the first villain, and we're going to see like a bunch of like maybe henchmen too, right? But it's going to lead up to a bigger. Yeah, well, I mean, he did say he was once a henchman, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah he was a nobody, and yeah, that's he right, turned yeah. into Mr. Nobody. Um, do you think that... The farting donkey? Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> like, this team, where we stand right now, is going to cause more damage to wherever they go. Right, they're the, the, 
the, the scariest part of this whole thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, you have this giant, like, black hole growing in Mayberry, a farting donkey, a guy who is, like, the, I don't know, the snow on the TV when you were trying to get mm-hmm. Skinamax. And then you got the, like, blob woman. Yeah. The Invisible Man. Well, I mean, they've spent, I don't know. It yeah. was, ni- what, 95 when, when Cliff woke up. Right. To 2019, and they jumped very quickly. Right. Yeah, he's building a, a slot car track. Yeah, and that's all he does. Yeah. So, like, I don't... So, and, and she's been there, Blob Lady, Elastigirl. She's been there since the 50s. Yeah, she's been there almost 60-something years, and so is, uh, what's-his-name, has been there, you know. Yeah. So, they haven't went anywhere. No, and he... So, is this the same house that's in Titans? I would imagine. I thought it was, like, in the woods somewhere. Yeah, it looked like it was. Maybe we just got, like... A little bit, I don't know. but I think the the bus is going to come into play because there's a, a character called Danny the ambulance, mm-hmm. and he turns into Danny the street, and then Danny the fire. Right, right, yeah. I think that might be Danny the bus. <laughs> we'll see. I just don't know. First, like the, the differences and the similarities of the X Men, I see, but the main difference is like Professor X like encouraged enrichment of his mm-hmm. pupils and like wanted them to be the best, control their powers, be as good as this guy. You know, the chief has a robot who loves stock car racing. Yeah, uh, you got. Invisible man who essentially just plants. He just plants succulents yeah. in a bus. You got Crazy Jane who has free range of everything. She goes wherever the hell she right. wants. And you got a blob eating all your rotisserie chickens. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Is like, what are they being used for? Nothing. What are they being? They're not being trained for anything. Experiments. Yeah. And he knows something's coming. Like he says, like there's bigger stories and bigger characters to come. Like yeah, but he doesn't. He apparently, has never trained these people to do anything. Not at all. And, like, they all have, like, powers. Like, we, we see in the – when they go to Mayberry – I'm going to refer to it as Mayberry because <laughs> I don't know the name of it. But, like, we see Larry astral project and, like, just falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, going through, like, lightning bolts and, like, he's just yeah. traveling through electricity. How is he going to drink that beer? I have no idea. And, like, no – like, they look at it but nobody calls us a scene. No one calls the police – like, the police yeah. in this – well, Crazy robot. Jane and the robot are walking around the town and nobody says anything. But that could have been a cosplayer. I guess. This guy's, like, he's got sunglasses on. How, like, <laughs> what is happening? It was just, he was burnt up pretty bad. But I feel like with skin graphing for the 50 years that he's lived, True. he probably could have looked normal after that. You know, I have a client who caught on fire and he looks pretty damn normal. All right. he, they don't, we don't wrap him up and send him around. <laughs> like, he's going out to Walmart with his face out. So, like, I just embrace your... Embrace your differences now, I guess. But I just think where where the chief is, I just don't like. I just feel like he's just in this for recognition and profit. Like we're seeing in the next show, we're going to talk about Umbrella Academy. We're seeing two head of the families mm-hmm. that are just out there for personal gain. Like I can do this. I can save right, a brain right. and turn it into a robot. Yeah, I don't. The I chief, don't know the story, and I don't know what he's capable of, and I don't know what what his end goal is. It but really looks like he's just does, capable of riding fast in his wheelchair. Right. And, I mean, he built this robot. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. He's got this lady. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. He's not helping her. Had Beast Boy. Oh, yeah. They haven't even touched on that. Right. And we know. we. Like, mm, yeah, this I'm, is, I'm this assuming is this post, is post-Titans. Yeah. So, it's 2019. Yeah. So. so, we know with Beast Boy, like, what happened. He was tormenting Beast Boy. Yeah. And only taught him how to turn into a tiger. Yeah. And then he says, oh, well, there's somebody else I need to go see. Is that person Cyborg? Yeah, probably Who is. has no influence in this team, but, like, is, like, the, I mean, the, probably the most capable of superheroes on that group. Yeah, I mean, now you got to explain mother boxes and... Do you? Because it looks like the Chief did never worked on Cyborg in the comics. It was his dad. Yeah, it was all his dad, but, I mean, 
we have to to have cyborg be alive you have to tell you can't say it was just you're gonna i guess you just say alien technology yeah that's all they're gonna say they will refer to it as mother box yeah that's the movie and that's the movie we're trying to forget yeah right <laughs> so i don't know um all in all did you like doom patrol yeah i liked it a lot series you're gonna move forward with well, yeah, yeah. I mean, every Friday, I think there's twelve episodes on DC Universe. I, yeah, I mean, if I had a ro- well, if I could squeeze it into my rotation, say yeah, I definitely. But I can't even like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I struggle with waking up and doing the same thing every day. So. But you're not going to abandon it. You're, like when you no, have time no, no, to bench, no. you'll yeah. bench. Yeah, this will. This is going to be in my rotation of you know something to find. Okay. And it's good because I know this is kind of a bad thing, but it's strictly on mobile devices right the dc app yeah i don't i can get it on my roku tv okay i can't get it on the amazon fire stick okay. I, I can watch it on because like you computer. know I, now i could be this could be something i could watch on my phone specifically yeah. so this is a bathroom show yeah sitting on the toilet watching the show right instead of playing and there's not a lot of action there's not a lot of so you're not like you don't get taken out of like the whole thing yeah you know so far it's not action yeah and i watch this with chelsea i watch this in the next show with chelsea and uh I can tell you she'll never watch Doom Patrol right. with me again. Yeah. And that's fine because then I don't have to be on her term. The next one we're going to watch is, um, we're going to talk about is Umbrella Academy, a Dark Horse comic from Gerard Way and uh, Gabriel Bois. Mm-hmm. First Dark Horse property we've talked about. Yeah. First of possibly three because we're definitely going to talk Hellboy when it comes out. Mm, yeah. Uh, and maybe eventually we'll review Polar, uh, another right. Dark Horse yeah. ca- uh, po- property. But Umbrella Academy, I've read everything that's current. All three stories up to Hotel Oblivion. And I read them because it was coming out. And I, mm-hmm. I got on that. And I haven't read any of the comics. Yeah, we've talked, we talked about over Christmas how I binged that in Deadly Class uh, to get prepped for the show. Wow. Umbrella Academy. Like, first episode blew me away. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? Uh, had no idea. I only watched it because we talked about it and mentioned it. And I don't know if it was going to be on my list of things to watch. Yeah. I mean... You don't strike me as a My Chemical Romance fan, so <laughs> no. I would never think um, that you'd watch a show that, you know, Gerard yeah, wrote. He's not the reason I watched it, I, but this turned out to be great, yeah. fantastic. The Absolutely. show is, was maybe one of the better comic book shows I've seen, which yeah. is saying like, because there's been a lot of great comic book shows that, that, is, that have recently come out, tons of them, but this is really good. Yeah, and you're, what, five episodes in? Yeah. I'm, I finished it, and... Um, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but I will say from reading the comics to the watching the show, like I've never have been like a book versus movie guy, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say they've taken a lot of liberties with characters in the comics as opposed to they have in the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. Yeah. Well, it was good changes. So like you see more character progression between uh, Hazel and Cha-Cha and you see uh, more with Vanya and stuff like that. So I thought it was cool. Yeah. I, I um, you know, unfortunately, I, I you know wikipedia so i know what they do and turn into and who they are mm-hmm. only from the comic books which i assume is going to be real close to what they do yeah and i really don't like i usually that doesn't bother me it's yeah. like okay whatever like i know everything about the avengers and it really hasn't hurt me so far it's like man i'd really like to go into this fresh without knowing yeah. anything well this one like it kind of introduces you to the team like the first episode with the violin playing like for maybe the first 10 minutes they introduce you to mm-hmm. everybody and I thought that that was really cool. Like you got a chance to see Space Boy number one, Luther, yeah. um, just like enormous. Yeah. Like you're looking at him like, oh my god, like Mister Incredible, here he is, and yeah. like, but why is he so big? Right. And then you see Diego, who 
you know, he's the vigilante. He's the the normal superhero. Um, they, they don't really, I don't think they mentioned his name. His name's the Kraken, which like why they haven't mentioned his name. I don't think they mentioned it out there the whole season. His, his, is he the Kraken? His code name is the Kraken. Okay. Uh, which is awesome. All right. I thought that was Ben's for some uh, no, reason. No, Ben. Uh, we'll get to Ben. Yeah. The third one you see is Allison, mm-hmm. uh, who is the horror, or which who is the say um, the rumor, right? Who has the coolest power? You know, you can just talk. You say, "I heard a rumor," and you can do whatever you want. Like right. I think we see that in the the first episode when they're kids mm-hmm. and they they go to the bank, and like you have that. But in- she used it. Well, we find out later on she used it. She made a wish and it came true yeah. and it ruined her life. But. Yeah, and uh, then you see. Who, I'm going to spoil it, my favorite character of the entire show is Robert Sheehan, uh, who plays number four, the seance, Yeah, who can talk to dead people when he's sober, mm-hmm. uh, and he has his shoes off. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, he's fantastic in the first episode. Like, he's wearing uh, a dress. Yeah. I am, like, a huge fan of Robert. Have you ever seen a Misfits? Yeah, Misfits I have. Oh, my God. And he was he in was Mortal so Engines. Good. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he was good in that. I ain't going to see that. But... He's everything he's ever been in has been he's been he steals the show and like it should be and I think he steals this a yeah, little absolutely. bit too like throughout the whole show like he becomes your favorite he's the comedy he's yeah but like there's so much like you'll see further along like there's so much depth to this character mm-hmm. like they really take their time with him like yeah. and the thing about the show is like they really take their time you have seven eight nine maybe eleven characters to play with mm-hmm. and they really take really good care right. of each character yeah we don't i mean we don't know a lot about um i mean if you never read the wikipedia or know about the comics why is this guy have a gorilla body yeah you know like and they don't really they don't care about telling you no not at all like you're just like oh my god this yeah. guy's enormous yeah and like why are these little kids going and like doing the stuff they do and why is alfred a chimp right they don't, Mister Poco. They don't care. Like, who's their mother? Yeah. Is, well, they, it starts off with. Well, let's finish with the the lineup, then we'll get into it. Um, then you got number five, which is the child, mm-hmm. time traveler. He's gone, doesn't have a name, just number five. Yeah. Number six is Ben, who you saw, and um, we see him in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, in the bank, who has the coolest power? He like he turns into a like a beast. He's got monsters living under his skin. Yeah. His name is the Horror. Yeah. And he's dead. So, yeah. like, you, you see the statue of him in the first episode. You see, you know, he, he's just gone. And, like, he has the best powers of all the the heroes. Right. And he's dead. And then you have number seven, who's Vanya, who is, for lack of better terms, uh, annoying as shit in this entire series. Now, Purposely, I, th- yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I could have done without Alan Page in this whole show. Yeah. Like, just the whole, from beginning to end, I was like, I don't like this. But I, I, don't, I don't know how it gets, but... The first episode, definitely. Yeah. She's just morose and reminds me of Daria from... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's from Daria? It? Yeah, Daria. Uh, yeah, she's essentially that live yeah. action version. Oddly enough, I was like, are they trying to... Is it supposed to be a man? Like, is Vanya supposed to be a man? And like... Nope. Ellen Page plays the part because she is... I don't know. She's she very plays androgynous. It like, yeah. No, she's a woman. And, it, it, you know, I know Ellen Page is gay, which mm-hmm. is fine. But, like, her character's not. No. And isn't supposed to be androgynous. Just, no, she's, she's just supposed to be a normal, normal girl. But, like, she, like when I thought... She's like an emo kid. Yeah, and I thought that that's what the seance was going to be. I thought, you know, Robert Sheehan's character, uh, Klaus, was going to be the emo one. Like, he was just going to, like, he's got the eyeliner on, mm-hmm. he's got the hand tattoos, he's wearing dresses. 
And like he he turns out to be a little more layered than Vanya. Yeah. Uh, in the first episode, at least, because Vanya just is like, I'm normal. She wrote a book. Yeah. I exposed about my being whole family. Normal. Yeah. And then exposes everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think like, and then shows up at the funeral after the dad dies and is like, oh, you guys don't want me here? Yeah. The dad kind of created this, this, this house of like horrors yeah. for these kids. Oh, he was a dickhead. Yeah. Hated his kids. He's the worst. Well, I don't even know if he hated them. He just didn't care about them. Never gave them names. Yeah. Sent ben, uh, sent uh, Luther to the moon. Yeah. Just he named them and he tells them, you know, you're you're named one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, based on your usefulness to me. Yeah, and he probably to me, he probably doesn't remember where he adopted them from. Yeah. Like the first scene was like with that giant woman in the pool. I was like, oh, what is happening? Right. And then the girl the jumps Russian in. The Russian girl. Yeah. And she gets pregnant. And I'm watching this with Chelsea. And she's like, wait a minute. Was she pregnant when she jumps in? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And they don't explain in the whole season why she gets pregnant. But um, you've read Wikipedia. Well, no, they do say they, there's um, a narration right, yeah. where it says there was 48 people that, that got pregnant that day they didn't start the day out pregnant yeah. or there's 48 people that had or 48 girls that had babies that didn't start the day out pregnant and he went and found seven of them but do you or know was that, yeah do you know what the cause was no they don't talk about it so i'm not spoiling it for you no and i don't know if they talk about what he really is do you want to know in the comic book sure i don't intergalactic wrestling match <laughs> there's like a belly to belly slam pregnancies and that's it like that's like i think if they went with that that story they would have lost people like yeah, oh maybe. no 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 no. we don't want to get any further but the way that they they did that like they didn't show all 48 women going in labor yeah. which was great because i think that like most shows would do that they would say we need to show like one then go another square and like brady bunch it where mm-hmm. it's all 48 they went very small and then they showed this man with the monocle going who is also referred to as the monocle Going to adopt these kids, right. compensating the parents with, you know, they might have gave that Russian woman like $75. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, da, da. And then bring bring him, bring the kids home. And then they have like a 45 room block of a house. Yeah. They have a whole like city block and for they got a house. compound. Yeah. In like what seems to be New York. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, but they don't like, there's no cell phones, no, no year. Yeah, we don't know. Well, what you- I guess we could probably figure it out because they do give the year they were all born. It was like yeah. 79 or something like that. No, 89. 89. Yeah, they're, they're younger than I am. Right. So they were 30. So, so yeah, and then they give you... Nine, 2000 and I'm 32. And number five disappeared when he was 10, right? Or nine. Yeah, whatever he is now. And then he disappeared for 28 years, so... Well, he's 58 is yeah. what they said, so... Yeah, you can well, figure. I well, mean, he was on. He was on the. He was in the future for forty five years, right? Uh, with his wife, yeah, uh, Dolores. <laughs> um, did you get to the part where we was that? Out? That wasn't in the first episode, though. No, he said Dolores was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but Dolores you don't find out who Dolores is yeah. in the first episode. Yeah, that was a good reveal too. <laughs> um, it all blurs together. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, we're talking only about- because I, I, I had intended to watch an episode. Yeah. When I watched this before I watched Doom Patrol, I was like, oh, I'll watch this, and then, and then I'll watch that, and then I'll go to sleep. I was like, oh, I binged four episodes. Yeah, I stayed up late, and it, I wanted to. So. It all blurs together, and I, I think you caught yourself, but when they were talking about the narration, you thought it was Doom Patrol. 
Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And like, it's so weird. Like, I don't know if this was a strategy on Netflix's uh, behalf to say, "All right, we got DC Universe coming out with their better X Men like storyline, yeah. and we're gonna come out with ours." Because like they meshed so well together, like they could like cross over. They could. Well, Gerard Way said he was like he was influenced by Doom Patrol. Yeah, he doesn't like there's you know no bones about it. His story is, you know, basically he just took all the characters, replaced them, and made a better story. I think yeah, a better story. I agree. I agree. I, I would. I would read if this was a everyday series, like every month series. I would mm-hmm. read it every month. Yeah, and I wish I would have known about it when it was coming. Two thousand seven, I think, <laughs> is when it came yeah. out, and that was like prime My Chemical Romance for me. Yeah, like uh, that's when you know. Yeah, I never. Listened I'm to not. Him. I'm not painting my face white and putting like goth makeup on, but like I was listening to him. I'd seen him in concert, and you could tell. Another thing, the music is a character. So he paid yeah. a lot of attention, I guess, because of his roots, basically, of, you know, whether you like it or not, his roots as a musician mm-hmm. kind of carry over into the show. Like, Yeah. And every episode, in, in you, a get, good like, way. you get familiar songs. I think the Turtles are in one of the episodes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, this is really good. And they went out and got somebody who, like, I never thought was going to be a legitimate actor. Mary J. Yeah. Is good. Yep. She's good in this. Yeah. Everybody's good Cha-cha in this. Cha-Cha and Hazel. Yeah, which are really, really cool. Yeah. But, like, everybody in this show, like, hands down, like, are great in this. And it's yeah. not as familiar as a cast as Doom Patrol is. No, not at all. You know what I mean? I knew Tom Hopper because of Game of Thrones. Right. He played Dick and Tarly. Uh, I didn't know um, Emmy Raver Lantman. I knew David Castaneda, who plays uh, Diego from Sicario 2. I did not know him. I knew Klaus. Yeah, Robert Chan is the only one I really knew. The kid I didn't know. He's from Disney shows or Nickelodeon shows. He's awesome. Yeah. He might be one of the best. He's a great actor. Yeah. Like, I've seen all of them, but like, wow, he's really good. Mm -hmm. He kind of acts circles around some of these characters that he's like well-known actors too. Yeah. Um, I knew Mary J. Um, I knew um, Cameron Britton, who plays uh, Hazel. Okay. Because he played Eddie Kemper in Mindhunter. Okay. And I knew Ellen Page. Yeah. I mean, besides Ellen Page... And Robert Sheen are the only ones I knew. Yeah. I, I, I don't know anything else about... Knew the monocle. Confiori. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. been in everything. Yeah. When you take when you see him without all the makeup on, it's easier to tell. Yeah. You. And the chimp. Who played the chimp? I can't remember his name. Mr. Pogo. Yeah. I, I I remember him, too. And he had great CGI. Like, yeah. throughout this whole show, Like I found myself more engaged in the first episode than I did in Doom Patrol. Yeah. Like definitely. when I'm watching Doom Patrol, I was like, oh, okay. I was drifting out. I got on my phone and I was like, yeah. all right, I can wait a week for this next episode. Mm-hmm. With Umbrella Academy, I was like, I need to see the next Yeah, one. I'd like to watch it all right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly how I felt. And that's why I binged like three of them. I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't really mean to do that. Yeah. And like, I actually fell asleep and I was like, oh, let me go back and w- watch what I missed. And I'm glad you didn't start the last episode. <laughs> yeah. It's happened before. I know. <laughs> um, no, they were all like, it's and good. the way it moves, and like, there's no like, there's like, really no downtime in it. No, and we talked about like whatever world they live in is is totally crazy. Yeah, they the guy's a recluse, billionaire, inventor, uh, uh, Olympi- Olympi- yeah. Olympian, yeah. Uh, Nobel Prize winner. Um, but we don't know. He's invented like a 
I be- basically like the elevator. Yeah, and like household appliances. Yeah. You invented like the elevator and a television, but yep. they're not called. It's, in this world, it's like the Elevatron ele- yeah, and the tele- Televator. And we, we don't even really see them. <laughs> no. Like nobody's using it in their houses. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, I, I, I guess that's where he made his billions. I, I don't know if they ever get into his real backstory. Yeah. I guess maybe if there's a season two, we might hear about that. There has to be a season two. Like the way it ends is perfect and then leaves you wanting more. But with this, like you're you're watching it and you're like, the first episode is a funeral. Like essentially yeah. like a gathering of the team. It's kind of like the Avengers, the movie, had Stan Lee passed away in the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? They gather them all together, a fury, if you will. Um, so I, you have everybody coming in and you're like, okay, we know all their backstories. We've seen a little bit of their history. And we know that their dad's a dick. Yeah. This was the best introduction to a show that I've watched in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. This was right on par with Deadly Class as far yeah. as a pilot. And it had action. It had humor. It had sadness. and But it had story building. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is um, it knew you didn't know who they were. Yep. And it didn't care that you didn't know. Okay. And it also didn't. Have to like. They're not going to sacrifice storyline for exposition. Exactly. You'll find out when we tell you. And there's really not a lot of exposition in this. Like, no. There's dialogue, and the dialogue's giving you the story, but it's not useful, useless storyline. Like, right. Everything that you're going to hear, every line that you're going to hear, you're going to go back and say, "Oh, episode two, Klaus said this," or mm-hmm. you know, episode one, Luther did this, or the rumor did that, and you're like, "Okay, I get it." And at the end, it all comes together. Right. Any. <laughs> Even when they go into explaining how each person did their thing and left and, do, you know, however they got to where they are, they, they make sure that it rolls right into the yeah. overall, sto- overall storyline. Like, yeah. even when uh, a Space Boy or Luther gets turned into the gorilla, the most important thing isn't that he was turned into a space gorilla. It was that he's the only one left in the house yeah. and all this other stuff. So. You know, even the exposition takes a backseat to the story, and they, yeah. they make sure like the story, it's story, story. And yeah, you know, I think that's um, and even Doom Patrol is probably going to do some of that, and it's good. But I think that has a lot to do with the fact that uh, they can kind of do whatever they want. It's Netflix. Yeah, it's already been made, and it's an unknown property for right. the most part. So you're just taking this, and I love that it's called like Dark Horse Comics because right. like you never really give the the Dark Horse a shot, mm-hmm. and then this gets a shot, and like. I would love to see Netflix release statistics because right. I would bet more people watched Umbrella Academy's pilot than they watched Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because one, Umbrella Academy was available at midnight, yeah. where Doom Patrol, you had to wait until nine o'clock in the morning. So you're like, oh, okay. I could have watched it at right. seven o'clock in the morning before I go to work. I had to wait. Yeah. Whereas Umbrella Academy, I could just start. Right. So I don't know. Where would you... All right. So... We have three new comic shows, three unknown properties for the most part. Mm-hmm. You have Doom Patrol, Umbrella Academy, Deadly Class. Where do you rank them? Uh, until today, Deadly Class was it. Yeah. Uh, I think Umbrella Academy is a, just edges out uh, Deadly Class for me. Okay. Just. Um, which is hard for me to say because I really like that. I, I liked it. The, I like Deadly Class, the comic yeah. book, and I like the TV show, and I like the way it all worked together, but I don't know. Like, I think Umbrella Academy is better for me. Doom Patrol definitely last. Yeah. Yeah, Doom Patrol's three for me. 
I'm, I'm going to go the same with you because there's I got more of a, a sample yeah. with Umbrella Academy as I have Deadly Yeah, Class. you finished a season. It's kind of unfair yeah. because... Like if, if I went five for five, I would pick Deadly Class because episode five of Deadly, of Deadly Class is my favorite in the comics. Okay. So I'd be... That would stick with me, and like I remember line for line what was going on. Where Umbrella Academy, there's parts that blur together, but like you just watched an entire season, and it's also hard for me to not jump ahead because you haven't seen it all, and our listeners may not have right. seen it. So if I'm gonna pick, uh, I'll go Umbrella Academy, Deadly Class, Doom Patrol, and if I were to tell our listeners who haven't watched either or all three of them, I would start with Deadly Class, the pilot. Mm-hmm. But if we're gonna let's take Deadly Class out, of it, I would start with Umbrella Academy first. Yeah. I'd watch all of Umbrella Academy first, and then I'd go watch Doom Patrol. Yeah. Or I'd wait and, until Doom Patrol released all You know, Deadly Class is, what, five episodes? Five in? episodes deep, yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe by the end of this season, I, I don't know if they're getting a full 22 or they're getting 10. I think it's 10. Yeah, which is probably right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they go 22. They might be better, but yeah. it, that's how close it is. It yeah. could just, you know, this story could just be better, and there are 10 episodes, and you're just, you know, I don't have the... You're basically going to watch a whole season of, of of Umbrella Academy. So I wish Deadly Class was released on Netflix. Right. So but I doesn't can... everybody wish their show yeah. was released like but, that? Like kind of like I wish Deadly Class, if it stays on sci-fi, which is, is good on sci-fi, I wish they would have released it like they did Night Flyers. Okay. Yeah. You, all, your whole season's right there available yeah. for your streaming. Yeah. But it's okay. I look forward to Wednesdays. I don't have any TV shows on Wednesdays. Uh, the 10 o'clock time is a little, a little late for yeah. me. But I'm still staying up to watch it because I, I, I watch on Wednesday. Actually, Wednesday is the only day I have a show. I watch um, Forged in Fire. Okay. If I catch it. If yeah. not, then I just sleep. The, the beautiful thing is we can watch it on the app or yeah. on Netflix or whenever it comes out. But yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna advise people to watch Umbrella Academy. I'd say Umbrella Academy, as far as an intro series to a series, like a bunch of characters that I didn't know about, uh, I'm going... 10 out of 10 i'm invested yeah definitely. I, want, I want season two i want season three i think this is great i think netflix has a, a really good property and i have uh, well like i said i haven't read the comic books but i know that we're in a story arc yeah hotel oblivion's going on currently but dallas is still available right so that was uh, apocalypse suite was the the first one mm-hmm. and then there's dallas which could be the second one, right which is great and you know if that means more recognition on netflix means more comics which means more storyline which means happy which he basically he took eight years off or something didn't he yep because he was writing other comics yeah yeah he works for uh dc vertigo young young animal and writing doom patrol yeah and uh he so he took all that time off until it got picked up and he was like well i'll start another and he wrote and drew the first story for that yeah until gabriel bach came on Uh, i didn't know he could troll neither did i Hmm. I didn't know he could write. Yeah, well, I, just, I mean, I just knew he took a lot of drugs in the early 2000s yeah. and wrote some pretty good emo music. Yeah. Well, mm. you know, a lot of these comic guys were other things. Yeah. And they, and comics was their dream. Yeah. And you look at like uh, Claudio Sanchez from Coheed. Right. He writes, he'll get it. He's going to get a deal too with his stuff. But yeah, yeah. When we talk Netflix and we talk, you know, comic book stuff, we know that the Marvel stuff is the king on Netflix. I'll be honest with you, Umbrella Academy's opening. Pilot, I liked better than Jess Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Daredevil. Yeah, maybe. Not The Punisher, though. No. Still not better than The Punisher. Only because The Punisher was perfect. Like, it, it, for it. Yeah. I, I, I like Daredevil a lot. Daredevil obviously. was great, but as far as an opening, boom. I, yeah. Well, let's take Daredevil out because we knew Daredevil. 
I didn't know much about Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, or right. Luke Cage. Better than all three of them. Yeah. Um, it's honestly the season, the first season is better than all three of the shows, in my mind. Knowing that they, if you, let's say you are Netflix, whoever that is, or whatever that is, knowing you had that in your back pocket makes getting, saying goodbye to all the ex, or all the Marvel stuff yep. a lot easier. And it Knowing gets, you had a, a pretty good show. Yeah, Dark Horse in the back, right? Yeah. And also... Less money. Yeah, and gives us um, a little more optimism for all the image stuff that's going to be coming out because they just yeah. invested a lot of money in Mark Miller. So, you know, we're getting like, and, Jupiter you know, sending. This was heavily... I don't think they had a lot to... And Netflix rarely does, but they didn't have a lot to say in, in what, the, what gets put out. No. Like, I don't think they really stepped on... Gerard Way's shoes and said, hey, you can't do that. I mean, yeah. kind of let him do whatever he want. The thing I will say about the one through ten episodes is the way they reveal the Umbrella Academy logo in each opening was awesome. Yeah. It's, it's completely different. And uh, I think it's Steve Blackman is yeah. the, the showrunner. Fantastic job. Um, I don't I didn't really know much about him other than um, he has the same name as one of my favorite WWE wrestlers from the <laughs> Attitude Era. So I was like, oh, just maybe Steve Blackman. He's just carrying kendo sticks, but it's not. Yeah. Um, he did a great job with this. And yeah. uh, he definitely needs a lot of credit. I hope he sticks on for season two. If there is season two, I hope he sticks on for the rest of the se- yeah. uh, series. I don't know why. Well, I mean, who knows? I don't know who he is. I, so. I hope they take what they've been doing with their Netflix shows, like with Sabrina and all these other shows, and just boom, it's a hit. Season two is already in the pipeline because yeah. Sabrina was a hit over the fall. It's already coming out in the spring. Yeah. And same thing with She-Ra. She-Ra was a hit during the fall. Now it's coming out in spring. I don't want like a three-year layoff. No, no. I don't. Yeah. I don't want the, the, the Marvel crap Mm-mm. where we had to wait two years for production. And yeah. A lot of maybes. and Yeah. This person's going to be on there just pump it right. out. And we'll go from there. These guys don't have any other offers, you know, no. as of right now. I, I think they're going to get a ton of offers now. Yeah, and they, and listen, it's going to it's gonna bring more Dark Horse properties right. to the forefront because, you know, Polar's out now on Netflix, which watch that. If you liked Mandy, watch this because it's a mind <laughs> fuck. Uh, Umbrella Academy, you got Hellboy coming out in the in the spring. I mean, there's so much more. Hellboy's going to be in theaters, right? Yeah. Hellboy's I mean, a, it is, but it's not Netflix produced. No, no, right? no. no it's a, but it could be a Netflix TV show. Could be great. Well, let's see what the movie's like. What's the the organization? You BRPD. Yeah, could be like a yeah. Yeah, and then that could bring in the goon. That could bring in a whole bunch of other characters. Abe Sapien. Yeah, goon, oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Lobster Johnson. Yeah. Oh, I hope Lobster <laughs> Johnson is in uh, Hellboy. Savage Dragon, right? Is it a, I think he's Image. Yeah, he is Image. But, but I mean, they are they do have Image. Yeah. So, so we can you know let's hope Spawn tanks. Yeah. And we can get a Spawn TV show on yeah. Netflix. Who's playing Spawn? Jamie oh, yeah, Fox. Jamie Fox, right? Yes. All right, well let's uh, let's end it there. That's our um, Dark Horse Umbrella Academy versus Doomsday or Doomsday versus uh, Doom Patrol pilot versus pilot. Uh, we have some Batman, we have some Wolverine, mm-hmm. uh, some fun stuff. We'll be back uh, eventually. I don't think we're back next week because I'm going to be in Florida. Okay, uh, unless we do a phone we'll see. We could try. Yeah, um, but we'll be back with uh, another great review preview discussion uh, of the Galaxy Wars podcast. So follow us on all social medias: Galaxy Wars Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, with the Grace T H E G R Y S. All the podcast directories, uh, follow all the Active Geek Productions, Active Geek Podcasts, Binks and the Beards, and uh, we'll be back next week. See you. See you.